So what's up? Not much. It's very warm in my room, and I just left my room, and it turns out the rest of my apartment is not as warm. Yeah. I Yeah. I my room does that, too. Mm. I feel like, I don't know what it is. I feel like my room always does that. At my last place, my room was always like 20 degrees warmer than the rest of the house. I do also have windows on three of the walls of my room, so it's probably that. Yeah, I've only got the one window. <laughs> or the one, the one wall of with two windows. Mm-hmm. I'm, getting, you... <laughs> I'm sure someone out there is taking very meticulous notes on the floor plan of my new house, because I've definitely mentioned that my computer is facing a corner, there are two <laughs> windows on one wall, and like eventually someone will be able to piece together a complete floor map of my house. <laughs> the, their fan art will be so accurate. There are and there are twelve stairs and I sometimes trip on them on the way on on the twelve stairs on my way up to my room. Which one? Which one do you usually trip on? Just... Uh, I normally I, I normally almost trip on just like the third one because oh. it's like two steps and a landing and then another step around the corner. Oh, you didn't mention the landing. All right. Oh, there's a landing. I don't yeah. ruin my notes for this, Sarah. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, I have to go out and use the bathroom, which is exactly right out of my room and two <laughs> steps to the right. <laughs> Big-ish? Would you say your steps are? Just gonna... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I got big. I got big feet. You know what that means? Big steps. Big steps. <laughs> no, what that means. <sighs> and there are two kitties. That's not really imperative to the floor plan, but they are cute. But they are relevant to the floor being there. They are. They do like to be relevant to the floor. One of them, Houdini, was uh, cuddling up against me today when I was trying to clean up. Uh, my AC unit fucking melting on me. So to just like, I don't know how AC works, how AC units work. Are they full of fluid and yours leaked all the fluid out of it? I guess so. I really don't know how that works either. It was kind of a surprise to me when I, when I saw all the, the liquid. Hmm. Kind of... Which was a fun surprise. It was a very fun surprise. Yeah, my, my AC unit, uh, after we recorded this movie, the AC unit I... The AC unit I uh, had put in my bedroom at about 10.30 this morning started just, uh, had started leaking fluid as soon as I turned it on, but I didn't notice because we were watching a movie. Yep. And then I, then I stand up and I just walk over there to grab my phone from the wall where it's charging and I just see the floor is just covered in water. So I'm very hopeful that my PS4 or, and my record player, both of which were sitting on the floor, are not damaged by this. <laughs> now you say your phone is plugged into the wall. Which wall is this? And like... <laughs> Where's the, opposite the windows and the, and the outlet is kind of in the middle or uh, I think it was side. like two thirds towards the towards the wall that, uh, that my bed's attached that my bed's adjacent to your bed oh, oh, oh interesting interesting yeah that's that's pretty standard outlet placement I was just yeah. curious about yeah, yeah, yeah. about that oh uh, you want to do podcast I would love to do podcast yes <laughs> schizophrenia but the other person's real podcast <laughs> well the other no, not that let me rephrase that schizophrenia but the other person has a corporeal form separate from yours it's complicated 
It's all. It's, yeah. yeah. I don't want to imply that schizophrenia isn't real, because it is. Right. Yes. And also, schizophrenia isn't necessarily always yeah. another person in your brain. They just call yeah. Writing. They just call it schizophrenia in the movie. My and my my yes. my stupid brain was just like, oh yeah, that's what it is. And I kind of <laughs> forgot that. I kind of forgot that like movies do ableism all the time. Right. They just use the word schizophrenia, like candy. Yeah. Remember how in Split the man has schizophrenia so hard that he has eighteen people in him. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's, that sounds right. That's I, just how that movie is. I haven't seen the movie, but I am a medical doctor, and that sounds 100% true. Uh, okay, cool. Glad to have, glad to finally have a doctor on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do, uh, do we do nicknames would, on this? On this wh- one? Uh, we can. <laughs> I, I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Uh, uh, anal... Oh, what, what the fuck was his name? Ben anal... Porn. Anal bang porn, yeah, I'm anal bang porn. <laughs> Sheriff anal bang porn to you. And uh, I'm Val Flight Cub, a.k.a. the stronger fetus. Fetus? <laughs> I'm going to say fetus. It's fine. <laughs> Damn, they a gamer and they got fetus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's talk about some upcoming horrormovies.com. Okay. All that I have, all that I'm seeing on this front page that's even remotely interesting is Midsummer, which is out this week. Mm. Um, I'm very scared of. And also, Ghostbusters three it might jo- it might get Paul Rudd on that cast. Wait, what? Ghostbusters three? Yeah. Did they do a two yet? They did a t- no. This is a this is a three to like to like the original Ghostbusters two. Oh my like, god. Like, they brought Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd back for it. Ugh. No one which asked. Is, no one yeah, asked. Yeah, kind of some bullshit if you ask me. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm getting a call. One second. Did Trump resign? Excuse me. I'm, I'm, on, I'm recording a podcast. Can I help you? My bad. Um, I'm getting a call. I'm, Trump I got resigned. a text. Trump resigned. Um, it, no, that was actually <laughs> iTunes just saying that um, they need, they're adding more servers because I keep guesting on so many podcasts and uh, they're blowing up. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, we gotta make room for it. <laughs> um, oh. No, yeah. Um, I really like that upcominghorrormovies.com has like a ticking timer countdown so that I can tell that there are 376 days, 11 hours, 20 minutes, and 42 seconds, 41 seconds, 40 seconds left until the release of Ghostbusters 3. Phew. Wait, Which is... It, what? It's, I'm just... I'm kind of... I'm very mad that they just kind of fucking gave the middle finger to the, to the, ghost, to the 2016 Ghostbusters... They set it up for a sequel in the post credit scene and everything. Like, Yeah, they did. The Two things I don't need more of. The old Ghostbusters and movies with Paul Rudd in them. He's fine, but, like, I'm good. Yeah, like, I, I have experience... I feel like there is enough Paul Rudd to experience yeah. at the moment. Like, yes. Exactly. Like, no one has seen all of Paul Rudd's movies, except for the Paul Rudd rewatch podcast that I'm sure just I willed into existence by stating, those, by stating that sentence. Please don't <laughs> at me. <laughs> Hold on, let me just, let me just Google Paul Rudd pod, uh, well, movie to, podcast. Welcome to Puddle of Rudd, the... Pod- <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say Rudd fuckers. <laughs> uh, here we go. Ladies love Paul Rudd. Okay. Well. That's a, that's the name of the podcast. Their last episode was in, was on June 14th, 2017. Is that, I mean, is that a podcast or is it just a fact? Um, I mean, I don't... I'm indifferent to Paul Rudd, really. I don't think I love him. Yeah. I don't hate him. 
There, I think there are ladies. It's like hashtag not all ladies. Yeah, hashtag not all ladies on Paul Rudd. Some ladies. That's the full hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, uh, here's something. They're making Castle Freak again. What is that? Castle Freak is a mo- The original Castle Freak is a movie where a guy kills another guy with a submarine sandwich. Oh, I think. Oh, man. That could also be The Invisible Maniac. I'm not entirely sure. They used to talk about those movies a lot on uh, The Flophouse, and I don't know which one's which. Sounds good either way. Yeah. If that happened on the moon, would that be no one important or what? What's that? If, if two guys were on the moon and one of them killed the other with a submarine sandwich, would that be fucked up? Uh, I think it would be, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. There, uh, there's also a movie called there's also a movie called Necrote- Necrotronic, and it's about a oh. demon on the internet. Oh, my biography movie is finally coming out. <laughs> I like that. Demon on the internet. The but, demon, the demon of it, the internet is the internet. It turns out, yeah, it, the demon on the internet is just regular people. Yeah, online is the demon of internet. I, <laughs> <sighs> yep. uh, uh, upcoming horror movie says previously known as Necromancer, and it's N E K R O M A N C E R. Necro. Well, the thing is, if you say necromancer out loud, it just sounds like necro. Is it like like a? Is it like techno? What's that? Is it like techno? They're trying to do a play on techno. I think so. Or electronic, necrotronic, electro. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Whatever it is, it, whatever it's trying to do a joke about, it's very funny. <laughs> I'm laughing. I like. Anyways. It. I like, I, I like it too. Anyways, you want to talk about a movie? I would love to. How about the one we just watched? Because this week, we watched fucking The Dark Half? Is that what it's called? Yes, it is. Stephen King's and George Romero's The Dark Half. Mm-hmm. And this starts with us meeting little baby boy Thaddeus uh, Beaumont? Yes. And he's a writer, but he's got, the bad, he's got some bad brain problems. Yes. So like, he's... his head, he gets some headaches, and then... They take him to a doctor, and the doctor's like, well, shit, we gotta open up your brain and take this tumor out. And then the tumor has an eye and teeth, mm-hmm. and it's fucked up. And it, one nostril. Yeah. One nostril. Yeah, because, like, he, he originally, he, he gets, like, a headache while writing, and the doctor's like, it's fine, we'll just keep an eye on it. And then he goes back a second time, and they're like, yeah, you got a tumor that's a person. Yeah. And uh, the nurse, like, freaks out and runs, runs out of the room. Yep. Uh, and then, the, and then the, the, the birds show up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, when they see the, the tumor, they're like, oh, this is a twin that got absorbed in the womb, and this happens sometimes. We'll just excise the, the tissue, whatever. And then, a, yeah, yeah, huge cloud of birds outside of the yeah. window. Of the- and then we fast forward to 23 years later, where we meet Thaddeus Be- Beaumont again, and his mm-hmm. wife Liz Beaumont, and they're unnamed babies. They're two, <laughs> they're two twin babies whose names are Symbolism and Imagery. Um. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, there's two of them and uh they have them. But yep. I think I think before that they meet the Is that when they Oh yeah, cuz he just like writes some papers and like some pages and she's like it's great. You're a great writer. It's beautiful. I love this and I love you. I love you, Thad. 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 
Incel versus bad. That's what this movie is. No, it's not. Um, And then he goes to teach, and he talks about how the writers have a dark self inside, a twisted half that they need to let out and be free in order to actually write good. Every person has one, and writers need to embrace theirs, yes. Yes. It's extremely... And then we meet uh, Fred... Clausen? Yeah. Clausen. Yep. Uh, Yep, who's like, hey, I know that you have a pseudonym, and it's George Stark, and you write pulp novels. Mm -hmm. And uh, Thaddeus is like, well, fuck you. And (laughs) Fred is like, I'm gonna, you gonna pay me, or I'll link this to the papers. And he's like, well, fuck. I'm gonna threaten to cut off your dick and shove it in your mouth. Yep. He's like, I wouldn't do that, but if I did do it, that's what I would do. Yeah. Is that and then uh, Thad, Thad Beaumont? If I did it, the, the Thad <laughs> Beaumont story exactly. So then he goes home and his wife is like, "Well, you know, why don't you just tell everyone before this guy can blackmail you about it? It's not a blackmail yeah, just go public and, if you, yeah, yeah, just just go public and kill George Stark." And it's at this point that I realize that this is about Stephen King being Richard Bachman, like. For those who don't know, um, for a period in the 70s and 80s, Stephen King wrote uh, a bunch, a handful of books under a pseudonym, Richard Bachman. Um, and he were actually, I, I just looked this up on Wikipedia, where after he was, uh, he wrote this book after, uh, he, after he was outed as Bachman. Oh, like directly after or what? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's the, according to this Wikipedia. Yeah. Wow. It's probably unrelated. Yeah. Probably just an idea he had kicking around the whole time <laughs> for a while. No, yeah. But yeah, some some of King's some of King's uh, I, I feel like some of King's more identi- some I, I don't know I feel like Bachman had some really identifiable works, especially the the Running Man and Thinner. Mm. Um, yeah, and then he also wrote Rage, which is a book that he uh, is no longer in publication because it's about a school shooting and someone who did a school shooting it was found in multiple people who did a school shooting it was found in their locker oof oof yeah if there's ever a reason to pull a horror book yeah that's a good that's a good reason oopsie so this is kind of like that uh in that yeah um Thad has a alter ego George that he writes his good pulpy books with and uh when Bullshit he's, books, like yes. his his James his, the James Patterson to his uh, I don't know China Meville. I don't. I only know the word the name James Patterson. I don't know the other person, but probably. Um, and yeah, apparently he is sober except for when he is writing as George Stark. Yeah, and he goes sicko mode whenever he writes as George Stark. Yes, he. By which I, by which I mean he threat by which I mean he threatens his family and uh, uh, says mean things. Extremely and uncool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, when they decide to go public, uh, they go to this uh, house by their vacation house, I think, um, and they meet. Uh, a- yeah. They and they they meet a bunch a, a small handful of people who will all be dead shortly. Um, one of them keeps talking about how he's going to put teddy bears in coffins and take photos of them as symbolism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's the one. Um, he's the photographer who has the idea of like, oh, why don't we make it so that you're killing George Stark? Like, we'll get a little tombstone and you're like digging his grave and blah blah blah. Also, his name is Homer Gamash, which is just a great name. He didn't even have to have any name at all, but. He has the name. What Homer. was his name? Homer what? Homer Gamash. Huh. Like Ganache. Interesting. But 
but with an M. Yeah. And um, there's also a, he gets, um, that is interviewed by a guy from People Magazine. Um, yeah, Mike Donaldson. Mike Donaldson. And Mike Donaldson mm-hmm. is the one who's like, he's like, oh, this is kind of like schizophrenia. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Thaddeus is like, George wouldn't like to hear that. <laughs> yeah. George would specifically do this. He would eat yeah. your balls. Yeah. Um, but then they do the photo shoot, and then later that night, uh, Homer gets fucking murked. Mm-hmm. Uh, beaten to death by his own fake leg. Yes. And we, when we get the first glimpse of this, like, potential alter ego or split identity or twin or whatever, who, whatever he is. Um, yeah, it's, and it's Timothy Hutton playing both roles, it by is. the way. Yes. And it's a, um, a slow pan from his feet. And it's, he's got on cowboy boots. And I just feel like in every movie where there's, like, an evil version of someone, when they're a lady, they have, like, tall stiletto heels. And when they're uh-huh. a guy, they have cowboy boots. Yeah, this is true. Cowboy, <laughs> boots means you're, cowboy boots means you're an evil twin. Yes. If you, stiletto if you, heels also means you're an evil twin. Yes. If you wear cowboy boots in a wide shot, it's fine. But a close-up on cowboy boots, you're evil. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone ever gets a camera close to your feet, you just go sicko mode. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, to be fair, that's how, that's how I would react if someone tried to take a if someone tried to get a camera near my feet, but without I'm giving you money author. first, like yeah, yeah. Come on. No, I better be get I better be getting paid for these feet pics. <laughs> um. So then, um, the oh the the what happens? oh yeah the cops are like hey there was a handprint with your fingerprints on it in mm-hmm. blood. Uh, this looks pretty bad, dude, but you're a friend, so I'm not gonna arrest you. Yeah, yeah. He's like, everything points to you, but, uh, just so you so just so you know. Just a heads up. Okay, bye. Yeah. Um, and he's and, 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 um, well, Thaddeus is like, well, I, they, they could be this, this Fred Clawson guy who, uh, threatened me mm-hmm. and, uh, was the reason that I had to go public. And they're like, oh, we'll look into it. And then they find Fred Clawson Dead with his pee-pee in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Which is what which is what uh, Thad said that he would do if he was the main character of his pulp book. Alexis Machine. Alexis Machine is not a drag what? king, apparently. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like that might be. I feel like that could be a drag king. <laughs> it needs to be now, yeah. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, they discover it by the landlady lets them into uh, Fred's apartment. And the, the, both the police are, like, freaking out about it. And she's like, huh. That's her whole reaction. Yeah. Um, uh, the, another, another important detail, uh, potentially, is that um, when they take the... Photo, when they do the photo shoot of George Stark being dead, uh, that photo shoot is posed on an actual burial plot that uh, Thad's family owns. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after... They discover that Homer's been beaten to death with his own leg. Uh, they also discover that that burial plot has been dug up. Almost as if someone dug himself out of it. And the sheriff is like, or someone just dug a hole in the graveyard. It's probably, yeah, see, it's probably fine. Seems like a bit of a stretch to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that that guy knows that he's in a horror movie. And he's spooked. So. Yeah, 100%. Uh, his name is Digger Holt. <laughs> You want to know something better? You want to know something better, though? What? You want to know what that guy's... You want to know what that actor's real last name is? What? Royal Dano. 
Oh my god. Wow. My man's name is Royal. Royal. That's it. What's Roy short for? Nothing? No, it's short for Royal. Don't call me no, Roy. No, I, I think Roy is traditionally short for Roybert. 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 Digger Holt? Really? That's a joke name for a person. <laughs> it is! That's an ace attorney name for someone who just, like, digs holes. Get it? Yeah. Digger Holt? Digger Holt. Yeah. It's a typo. That's my favorite they... character, that's, that's my favorite character uh, in whose friends is Stanley Yelnats. <laughs> They meant they meant to name him Digger Hole, but it was a typo, and they just kept it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is uh, we also met uh, Alan Pangborn, whose name is an anagram of anal bang porn. <laughs> yes, it is. He's the sheriff who uh, is friends with Thaddeus, and that's why he doesn't go to jail. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so Fred Fred dies, and uh, the sheriff is like, well, there's another blood handprint, but I think we're going to just let you go on this one because you're my buddy and I don't think you're going to go anywhere. Even though they say, like, you could have done it, you were in New York at the time, but you said you didn't, so it's probably not you. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we get a, a short glimpse into the best character in the, in the movie, um, that is Reggie. Just, that is just walking through campus and sees Reggie. Yes, uh, she's great. And he, she's like, "Can I do anything to help?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, I could probably use a witch doctor like you." Okay, bye. <laughs> That's it. And we were like, "We need more Reggie, please." <laughs> yeah, um, we need more Reggie because she she's smoking a pipe and she's dressed very she's dressed very quirkily. <laughs> yes, she she's is. dressed like she's dressed like the main character in a Beatrix Potter novel. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. I think she has a beret the first time we see her. Absolutely um, yes! Oh my god, I want to see I want to see a little bunny with some big apples wearing that wearing that outfit. <laughs> um, the other thing, for some reason, what she, who she reminded me of was like, you know how? Well, maybe this isn't a great reference. You know how in Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams goes to his brother's house and he's like, I need help with prosthetics, and his brother just like happens to be a prosthetics expert. A prosthetician, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> This is, this seems like that. It's just like a third of the way into the, I don't know how long we're into the movie we are, but like just randomly this woman is like, I know about spooky stuff. We're friends. Hello. It's just like, that's convenient. Yeah. She's, she's great though. She is great. I best, am glad best she's there. Best character in this movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. The next, so um, the publisher that Thad had said, oh, I got to go public. His uh, ex-wife yeah. is another publisher person, like that works with them, and so she goes first. She gets a a, a visit from um, George, who is the alter ego. He looks like George. evil Elvis. Um, this is he, the... to me. He kind of looks like like oh, who does he look like? He looks like Danny Zuko. Yep. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes. Um, we get a lot of, like, close-ups and stuff of him, so this is when we really are like, oh, shit, it's the same yeah. actor. Like, it's definitely him. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting this to be a slasher movie. I feel like, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like body, I could be wrong, but I feel like the, of the Stephen King movies I've seen, a high body count is not, what movies of Stephen King have I seen? I've seen The Shining, which has a body count of, like, two? Hmm. I've seen Christine, which has 
eh, that movie's got a decent, that movie's got a pretty high body count, actually. Never mind. Ignore me. <laughs> well, the thing I think that was, that stood out to me was that, like, this was more about, like, psych- psychological of, like, who is this guy? How did he get here? How do we defeat him? Blah, blah, blah. But, like, he also just, you watch him stick his finger in this woman's eye to, like, yeah. t- torture her or something. And it's just like, Ugh. I didn't know we It was gonna... unexpected. It was on both fronts. Yes. <laughs> what? Uh, it was horror on both fronts. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, so, and then uh, she, he, he makes her call Thad and uh, say that he's there before he kills her. So now Thad, like, knows. Yeah, Thad knows this. that it's not him blacking out. Mm-hmm. It's a different, it's a completely different entity. And for a moment, I was kind of, like, I, I, I feel like this movie does not explain exactly what happened and how George... Uh, like uh, apparated but also I think it's better that it didn't because yeah. Stephen King never sticks the landing on that I absolutely do not care like what the exactly. mechanics of it are and like Reggie goes into it later and I'm just like I don't care don't it's care. like, and he, the thing is that, like, he goes into it, but it's like, it's left pretty vague as to, like, uh, as to, like, the specificity of it all. It's just kind of like, yeah, so you had, like, a fetus in your head. Right. And also you had an alternate personality. And that kind of happened somehow. I really fetus. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, so it was just, like, wasted time, basically, because we didn't learn anything. Um, yeah, but- exactly. And I think that, like, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty common complaint of Stephen King's stuff, is that whenever he shows the monster, it's never as scary as whatever you were imagining. And I think him kind of leaving stuff up to the imagination here is a strong suit of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's true of any monster, right? Like, when you see it, it's not as scary. Um, but... Uh, most monsters. Okay. Um, so... I'm trying to think of exceptions to that rule. I think the alien is pretty scary. The xenomorph. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes monsters are gross. I mean, that eyeball yeah. was pretty scary. When you think, yeah, like, that eyeball was that eyeball did get a scare out of me. When you think absorbed fetus, you don't think creepy eye reveal. Um, yeah, or teeth. Or teeth with a cavity. The teeth had a cavity. <laughs> um, so then, uh, George. Stark and like immediately kills the other editor, basically. I mean, not editor. Um, the other publicist. reporter from People, Mike Donaldson. Does he kill that guy first and then the um, the the publicist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's he kills a... Mike Donald. He kills Mike Donaldson next, and uh, the one of the neighbors of Donaldson opens the door and is like, "What's going on out here?" And George just looks at him <laughs> as like, "Murder. You want some?" And the guy just closes the door again. And, like, is like, oh, no, thank you. And it's, that is so, fuck, like, that's so New York City, as far as I know. Like, just like, oh, uh, never mind. I'm, I'm not going to be involved, actually, at all. Yeah, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. And, um. Y'all, y'all, y'all hear something? <laughs> uh, and then, um, yeah, and then, and then George kills the other, uh. And while this is happening, Thad's like, you gotta protect this person, you gotta protect this person. Like, he's clearly going after people that I'm close to, so, like, my other publicist is next. And uh, George just kills the police detail also. Yeah. Like, for this George just, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, he he uses a knife as his main weapon and... Uh, a razor, actually. A razor. Oh, yes. One of those old-timey ones. 
Yes. It means you're a man if you use um, one of those because it's more dangerous. I don't yeah, know. and then he cu- he cuts uh, his his uh, his uh, not his editor. What the fuck? Publicist. His agent's throat. Agent. Yeah, yeah. And he says, "Sorry, but sorry, bud, it's a cutthroat business." <laughs> and yes, I, he does. Like I very heartily laughed at that. Yes. And then he I'd exits. I'd like to hear that. It was very good. And then he exits on the like window cleaners little uh balcony thingy the thing that like lowers yeah. somebody outside of because like earlier the window washer had like surprised the, the publicist and he was like oh i'm scared i thought you were you know the murderer guy and so then to see the murderer guy go like 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 when you go down an elevator behind a couch it was like that but <laughs> the other way yeah like an actual like a window wiper Speaking of getting on the elevator, remember when, remember when the, he's in the same hallway as the cops and he gets on the elevator behind them and they see him get on the elevator and they're like, who is that? After, <laughs> like, right before finding a dead body and one of the cops is like, he's gone, don't worry about it. He's gone, yeah, yeah. They're like, we're not paid enough for this. It does, I don't care. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, George calls Thad on the phone and while the cops are listening and George mm-hmm. is like, and, and George is like, hey, buddy, it's all over. We're done. And... Mm-hmm. He's like, and and Thaddeus is just like, you're lying because you know the cops are listening. And yeah. George is like, what? Nah, it's over. <laughs> no, it's totally over. It's, we're fine. We're good. We're yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and then there's a really good scene uh, where, uh, like, Thaddeus is interrogating George, kind of. Just, like, sitting at his desk with a pencil in his hand. The, the pencils being what... Uh, Thaddeus writes with a typewriter and George writes with a, a pencil. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he's having this conversation with George that's just, like, he's asking the questions out loud, kind of in, like, a trance-like state. And George is responding by writing on the... Does this... Just writing with the pencil. And then that scene terminates with him jamming the pencil into Thaddeus's hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get, then we go to a scene where we just like see George just kind of fucking around with with another hole in his hand, just like Thaddeus got. Yeah. Like in a in just like some hole in the wall apartment, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Take it like a man," and he like pours alcohol on it and holds it up to a light bulb to like cauterize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's super gross. <laughs> it is. Um, it is. Yeah. Um, and then uh, fucking. Thad goes to the doctor and he's like, Doc, what's up with my brain? And the doctor's like, well, you had a tumor when you were a kid. Um, and it was a twin. And you were the dominant fetus. Yep. So you, you ate it. You, you won um, the fetus competition. Um, yeah. and, then, and then he's like, hey, did I ever tell you about the, um, the ominous portent that I saw that day you had uh, that surgery? Yeah, did I ever tell you about the time that I saw? That, did I ever tell you about that time that I saw the omen happen in front of my own two eyes? <laughs> yeah, he's like, it was weird. It was just the funniest thing. Uh, just a huge flock of sparrows started took flight after your surgery. Right after your yep. surgery, actually. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's it really make it really makes you think. Um, and then George shows up and just slits the doctor's throat while Thaddeus is looking through some papers. Mm-hmm. Um. Then Thaddeus... It's, it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, and I think that's when like the... Like, Thaddeus, Thaddeus made out of this alive, but, like, every single one of his friends, is, except for his cop buddy, is dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Can, so, can someone make an edit of that, uh, the, the All My Friends Are Dead uh, book with the Stegosaurus on the cover? <laughs> or not the Stegosaurus, the Brontosaurus on the cover, I think mm-hmm. it is? Except for it's, 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 uh, Matthew... Oh, what the fuck is his name? Math- Timothy Hutton, not Matthew. Timothy Hutton. Timothy Hutton uh, as Thad Beaumont. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that literally. Um, 
and then, uh, oh, this is, oh, this is also when Thad, like, leaves the doctor's office, and is, like, there's a bunch of people in the waiting room, and he's, like, there's a, there, uh, call an ambulance, and the secretary's, like, what? And he's, like, just call an ambulance, <laughs> and then he runs out, like, nobody, yeah. no, fo- no follow-up on that one. Just, no, no, it's fine. Uh, it was George, it wasn't him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and... Then, okay, this is where he goes to Reggie's uh, office or whatever, and she starts explaining the whole situation of how George and uh, Thad got connected. Which, I did yeah. write in my notes that and they have a Voldemort-Harry Potter connection. Yeah, you don't have to go but into she's it, like, but uh, just, just go take my car. Uh, if, it bu- <laughs> if you bust it, make sure to fix it. Thanks. Uh, I hope. And she makes like three jokes about the idea of George yeah. taking Thad's place at the university. Right, right. She's like, you don't want him to take over your body because then you'll be dead and he'll have to teach your study yeah. group. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, and I just, says, I just want to say that um, this movie has one of my favorite things in it, which is like an, one actor playing multiple characters. Mm-hmm. And I think he does so really well. I think that like, I, I mean, I know it's Timothy Hutton as both roles, but I think he is like very distinct between these two characters. Even when they're in the same room face to face with each other, it feels like two completely different people. Yeah, totally. And I think it's easy for actors to like do a weird voice as one of them or like, like, they have changes in stance and kind of posture, but not in such a way that's, like, clearly di- an actor trying to differentiate the two characters. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought he did a good job with that as well. Because he just yeah, really... Same. Yeah, they're very different. Um, yeah, but then um, uh, the the cop... Like, uh, Thad calls Liz, uh, his wife, and is like, hey, take the kids and just fucking go. And don't tell and me. And the cops, the cops show up and they're like, sorry, ma'am, we can't let you leave. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, fuck. And then yeah. George shows up and kills the cops and take her, takes her hostage. Mm-hmm. Her and the children hostage. Oh my god, we totally skipped the dream sequence. The dream sequence? The dream sequence. Let me go, let me look at my notes. There, it, oh, it, wow, that was a while ago. Yes, 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 yes. But so yeah, this go was for after it, go the, for it. After the um, fingerprints were matched for the first time, like after Homer Ganache, Gamash uh, was killed, um, Thad has a dream where he's like he walk he's walking in his vacation home and everything breaks as he passes it and his wife is tied to a chair and her face is porcelain and then uh, the porcelain explodes and she's just got a skull underneath and then he wakes up. Yeah, her face explodes like porcelain. It's very funny. <laughs> it was it was a very cool effect, but yes, it was goofy. Um, and then so now uh, George has taken. Liz and the kids to the vacation home and Thad like coming to fight him for the you know final boss battle like is reenacting that dream basically like walking through the vacation home but like stuff's not shattering but his wife is tied to a chair oh also when he goes into the vacation home um we he passes uh George's car and uh I'm pretty sure the license plate was I A L J O two four, which is just more um, more proof that George is a bad man because um, clearly that that stands for I always love jacking off twenty four hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> so George uh, confirmed like, sinful. You, you can't. 
you can't see it, but he he is just like when, when, whenever he's, he's on screen, he's just <laughs> constantly just like beating it. He, he stabs himself with the pencil, and then he wiggles the pencil around to make the hole bigger in his hand. No! <laughs> oh! Oh! I think Val, I think you've just taken the crown as the worst thing anyone said on this podcast that was not me. Oh man. <laughs> And hey, be, it's taking up with George, honest, as they if I'm say. Being honest, I don't know if I've topped that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're a national treasure, an international treasure, even. Oh, thank you so much. That's the oh. only joke that I wrote down besides the twins' names. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, he shows up for the final showdown, and uh, George is like, hey, come on upstairs, I've got your kids. You can hold one of them, I'll hold the other. You get one. You, Baby, you get one. Baby, you get one. And also George um, looks like complete shit. Like, his teeth are falling out, yeah. and he's got a, like, bandage to keep his face on his face, like... Yeah, he's yeah. been slowly deteriorating over the course of this movie, and it's, it mm-hmm. extremely speeds up at this time. Yes. Um, so they go upstairs, and they take the two babies up there, mm-hmm. um, and one of them starts playing with the Jacob's Ladder. And I've never seen Jacob's Ladder, but that felt, like, symbolic of a thing. Yes, yes. I'm here to confirm also that I have also not seen Jacob's Ladder, and it's definitely symbolism. Yeah. It definitely means something. But so. they, um, uh, George forces Thaddeus to start, like, writing again as mm-hmm. George. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thaddeus is like, actually, George, why don't you do it? And George is like, uh, okay. And then George starts to, like, start looking a little bit better. Like, his bo- some of his boils disappear. Mm-hmm. And Thaddeus starts getting, like, a rash and, like, a cut on his forehead out mm-hmm. of nowhere. Um, and he's like, oh, fuck. My, and- my plan didn't work. I thought he was going to destroy himself somehow. <laughs> right. And George is, like, and- furiously writing, but he's not actually writing. He's just, like, scribbling. Like, yeah. it's very clearly nothing at all. Like, not even yeah. sort of words. And, like, a bunch of sparrows at this point have started showing up and just, like, started to fuck up the house. Just, Huge like, cluster. has just, like, started banging against the windows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and George is, like, or Thaddeus is, like, well, I guess I gotta do something. And then he, like, tries to grab the gun, and George is, like, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they start fighting. And they are, <laughs> every once in a while, they'll cut to reaction image, like, reaction shots of the two babies on the floor. And it's, yeah. like, oh, the babies are reacting to the fight, but, like... The lighting's a little different, and, like, they're babies. Like, there's no way that babies were in the room when they were filming that. Absolutely um, not. But then um, Thaddeus stabs George in the neck, and uh, yep. th- uh, uh, it looks for a second like it doesn't work, and then he just falls over and is like, well, I guess that worked. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, he's going to take the knife out and, like, fuck him up. But and then... he, he dropped his razor near the babies, and George, so mm-hmm. one of the babies picks it up, and George, and Thaddeus, just, like, dives over to the baby. He's like, fucking, no, don't touch that. Yeah. I love that it went from, like, horror, um, like, a horror problem of, like, shit, my demonic alter ego is trying to kill me, to, like, an equally important, like, shit, my baby's around a knife. Like, he's exactly as worried about that as he is about... What do you have? A knife! (laughs) No! (laughs) No! (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, just kidding, George isn't dead. Mm Mm-hmm. He comes up, he's back, and he's like, well, I can't shoot you, but I can shoot these babies. Mm -hmm. And so he, he goes to shoot the babies, and in the time it takes him to pull the trigger, Uh uh, Thaddeus is able to stand up, grab his typewriter, and give it a full swing to knock the gun out of George's hands. Yeah, it's like, bang, bow, like, the the bullet would be gone by that point. What, 
but it works. Yeah. The babies are fine. The, and the baby, it, it misses one of the babies by like half a second, and the baby is just kind of sitting there like... <laughs> <laughs> not reacting like... Not reacting like they've just heard a, a hugely like loud sound. Um, yeah. Oh, also... Um, and then the sparrows break down the walls, and they fucking... If they fucking blend George into a fucking blood skeleton and it fucking rules. Yes, yes. Um, anal bang porn shows up to try and like save the day, and then like he runs into the room and like pulls out his gun at just like the flock of sparrows that is carrying away George's rib cage. <laughs> yeah, like, into the sunset. They're fine. And then the credits roll, and that's movie. It's it's crazy, yeah, because it's it's literally like. They all meet back up, like, Liz gets untied from the chair, and, like, she and Thad hug, and they look out, and they see the huge cloud of sparrows, like, blocking out the darkness in the sky, and, like, as soon as the hole closes, the credits start rolling over that spot. Like, yeah. not even a, not even a, like, a, a picture, a, like, a face shot of, like, ah, we did it. Just, and then he was dead. Thanks. Bye. There's nowhere else to go. I liked this movie a lot. I did too. I yeah, I really liked it. Um, it was kind of uh, on a scale of zero to five. Um, oh, what you, on a scale of zero to five sparrows. No, on a scale of zero to five teddy bears and coffins. How many <laughs> teddy bears and coffins are you gonna give this movie? Um, is the is the rating on like how good of a movie it was, or like how enjoyable it was, or what? Uh, kind of a hybridization of the two, I guess. Like, just go where your heart... Because, like, for me, I thought this was a pretty good movie, and I also had a really good time watching it. Like, I didn't think it was a great movie, but, like, if I was rating this at just, like, an objective film scale, it would probably be, like, two and a half to three. Mm -hmm. But I think the fact that I enjoyed this a lot bumps it up to, like, three teddy bears in coffins, and then, like, one teddy bear no coffin. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would give it... In terms of, like, would I recommend it to someone else to watch, I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, um, three teddy bears in a coffin and one last teddy bear with cowboy boots, because he's evil. Um, <laughs> uh, one builder bear with cowboy boots. One builder bear with cowboy boots who's dug himself out of his own little, uh, grave. Um, yeah, because it was really, like, I... You can tell they made the exact movie they set out to make. Like, yeah, absolutely. Was, like, and again, I know I said it before, but I think Timothy Hutton does a great job in this, and mm -hmm. I really appreciate that things are kind of left to left for us to question, unlike yeah. a lot of Stephen King stuff. Because Stephen King's worst trait is when he pull is when he parts the kimono and it sucks. Right. <laughs> Just like any, I don't want to be mean to Stephen King, but like, I don't want to see any middle aged man part his kimono. You know. Keep that. Yeah. Keep your clothes on. Um, no, but uh, and, and yeah, there's like a mythical element to it where it's like we're never gonna be able to explain it anyway because you thought him into existence by writing and drinking. Like, if we if you try yeah. to make science out of it, it's just gonna be weird. Um, I liked this oh. as a horror movie because there was stuff that was surprising and scary, and there was like the squishy eyeball was gross, um, but there was nothing. Uh, it it was like movie scary, like I was never like ah. Like I've watched scary movies where at, afterwards I'm like, I don't want to go to bed because I'm like, spooked. But this was not one of those movies. Yeah, we got, I we want you want to get into some questions. Yes, I would love to. 
So, uh, first question comes from uh, Alex from online, at Leaf Crunch. Uh, on pseudonym, what makes a good URL slash handle? Example of a good one, Flight Cub. <laughs> I think I think simplicity and I think the exact same thing as... Uh, remember that episode of The Simpsons where Homer starts a barbershop quartet and they're trying to come up with a name and they say like, so this thing needs to be kind of funny at first glance and then get progressively less funnier each time you hear it, but <laughs> never really stop being at least a little chuckle-worthy. And I think that I think that's what makes the best handle. I think the the key to a good handle is it's got to be two words and they got to be short. Hmm. Semper I funny. I think that's true. I think leaf Warlock, crunch leaf is good. Crunch, leaf crunch. Sun hat. Sun hat. You got yeah. Those are yeah. a lot of them. I didn't get all Breakfast. of them. Breakfast. Positive stress. <laughs> Positive stress. Exactly. Yeah. Jurgen. Um, yeah, that's a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, at DorkPhoenix69 wants to know, if you had an alter ego, what types of mischief would they get up to? Um, I think mine would just, like, commission art and not tip the artists. <laughs> um, my alter ego would quit my job. <laughs> my job. what? My alter ego would quit my job. Would go in and be like, <laughs> F this place, I've only been here a week, but it's boring as hell. Bleh. <laughs> Not Damn, because we had some bad alter ego. Yeah, <laughs> I would never do that because I like it there. But my alter ego would be, you know, would be bored. Um, at Mogu Blue wants to know what are your undercover deep throat esque code names? Mine is at mine is anal bang porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is uh, oh my god, I have no idea. Deep throat. Um. I, the only thing I can think of is um, Superfluous Wife, because Anal Bangporn's, his wife is in the scene. Like, he's, she's in the movie so that she can say, oh no, is it something bad? And he can say, I hope so. She's literally like, she's got two reaction shots after that, and then nothing. She yep. does not need to be in Super, Superfluous Wife and Anal Bangporn is such a good, <laughs> such a good tag team. I would pay a premium subscription for that. No, I wouldn't. Um. <laughs> I would pirate that off of the piratebay.se. <laughs> exactly. If I knew anything about that, I would. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to get into recommendations? Oh, shit. I forgot we do this. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, my recommendation this week is... I mean, I fucking... I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and that's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that game. I get to play as a cat girl in it. It's fun. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Music's great. Combat's good. I'm gonna fall fucking dick first into an MMO hole. <laughs> um, that sounds like a wonderful time. Um, I legitimately like. I can't think of uh, human experiences except for what I'm like doing this weekend. Can I just recommend something that's not media? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, um, I work in Murder Mystery Dinner Theater, and I recommend going to see a show. It's a good time for the whole... At Murder Mystery Dinner Theater? Murder Mystery Dinner Theater. It's fun. And I get paid to do it. Um, no, I don't know. Um, I, my recommendation is, you know, see what local theater is in your area, and go show them your handhole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let them bust in your handhole. Ah, through. 
through the handle. <laughs> That's the beauty of the handle, baby. <laughs> uh, oh. Val, where can people find you online? I am on Twitter at Flight Cub um, and Two Bs. Two Bs are in my home. Um, no. And I'm, I have, if you want to see an archive of my Tumblr that I literally never use anymore, it's at Flight Cub. But I, it's not it's not interesting. Um, I don't know. It, I'm on a lot of noise space podcasts. So, you know, DM me and I'll send you the episode numbers because I can't remember them right now. Nice. Um, if you want to find Fear Baiting elsewhere, we are Fear Baiting everywhere. That's Twitter, uh, Gmail, uh, Patreon. And if you want to support us on Patreon, that's patreon.com slash fearbaiting where you can uh, donate and help out and uh, support the podcast. Uh, $1 a month gets you access to uh, polls and any bonus content we may wind up doing, uh, early access to the episodes. Uh, and uh, $5 a month gets you a shout out on the pod and you get a message read so you can get those messages in whatever you want. $10 a month gets you your name read on the podcast and also you get to uh, make us watch a movie. Mm. Uh, so uh, thank you very much to Kit Spindler, uh, sorry, I'm going off memory, Michael Kaiser, Paul Moran, Paul Bechtel, and Ducky Aisha. We love you all very much. Woo. Um, it's kind of a short one. Can um, I can I ask you a question to elongate the po the podcast? Uh, sure. What's up? If you could replace the fluid in your AC unit with anything, what would you put in it? If I could replace the fluid with the AC, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say um, cherry Kool Aid jammers. Ooh. Yeah. Right. I would use Mountain Dew so that people would think I was a gamer. <laughs> Okay. Uh, also, if you want to find me, uh, I, you can also check out the other podcasts I do. Uh, the Wonder Years, which is the Animorphs podcast I do with Blair and uh, Seda. Thank you, Seda, for the intro and outro music for this podcast. And thank you, Blair, for editing. Uh, you can also find me on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, the Leftism podcast for the Terminally Online. I was on last week's episode, and I think it was pretty good. Uh, and also Twitter, Sunhatgenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Uh, that's also on my Twitch whenever I stream there. And uh, I think that's everything. Thank you to Matt Na Matt GameCube for Noise Space on XYZ, the wonderful podcast network that we are on. Thank you, Nintendo and, Matt. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt GameCube. Yes. Thank you, Matt GameCube. Um, but uh, until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Val. And remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. <laughs>